Welcome to the Sister Wives Podcast, Love Should Be Multiplied, Not Divided, where one husband and only one wife recap the sinking ship that is Sister Wives. I believe in living this lifestyle. It just makes each of us better. I think we have something really awesome. I wouldn't want anything else. I like Sister Wives. I wanted the family. I didn't just want the man. I always wanted to live plural marriage. I will just continue to spend time on my knees. <laughs> I like these 14-year-old girls. I don't want to get weird about it, but ooh, hubba hubba. <laughs> Once again, another episode of Sister Wives where we are left feeling just like Cody's wives felt very unfulfilled. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that the Sister Wives world is not exploding right now. Because guys... Mary's carriage house is not the only thing getting a renovation. Her vagine is getting redesigned by some big old dick. And it's not Blair that's next. It's, it's, not, it's not Blair. <laughs> Blair's not the one parking in her boner garage. We got some exciting news over the weekend. Mary... That unfortunately got spilled to Reddit. And guys, let me just, I'm terrified of Reddit. Stop I, spilling things to Reddit. Don't tell Reddit anything. I'm scared of the people on Reddit. It's not a safe space. They say mean stuff. And I like not about this about because they're all anonymous. Yeah, yeah. keyboard warriors. Yeah, they're all trash talking us. But this probably weekend, a bunch of Cody Browns over there. Mary Brown was cited out at a little festival up in Lehigh, Utah. So we're going back to the motherland. Like, I love that we're all just going to move back to Lehigh. Uh, I <laughs> hope that Mary Brown moves in next door to Christine. <laughs> That would make me... Mary Brown, her new man. Wooly Browns, they're all besties. <sighs> neighbor besties. Yes, and Swingers. Janelle's out in a casita. <laughs> Janelle lives in Christine's backyard. Janelle Sounds is in a right. teepee in the backyard. It is what it is. But Mary Brown was spotted out with a gentleman. Now, a few weeks ago, Mary Brown was spotted out with a gentleman, but we couldn't really confirm if this was a date because in true Mary fashion, she seemed very... She kept Mary. her crossbody bag on. She looked bored, but... It looks like the same man. I think it's the same man. And apparently you caught her at a bad time because she was stuck to this man like Binky Brown is stuck to Areola. <laughs> she was she, almost humping his leg. She was. I think she was. <laughs> I think she was like a, a, a dog in heat. She was just like, oh, yeah, it's been so She's long. She's ready. Well, we know it's been like 10 years for her. She's <sighs> really ready. Yeah, it's been 10 years since she's had a banana in her mouth. But I feel like she's getting it good. You know what I'm also loving? Yeah. It looks like... From the looks of this man, mm -hmm. bald. Yeah. Christine's man, bald. Like, I let's get Janelle a bald the man. They yes. want anything. We are all triggered. By We're the all hair. triggered by the curly <laughs> hair. And I actually am thinking myself, maybe it's time to shave my head <laughs> in solidarity with my ladies, with my Please gals. Please don't do that. Okay. Yeah, no. I have way too big of a head to do that. Yeah, I don't think I do. don't. Listen, I got to no, hold no. on to what I got. I'm not going to let you do the curl trundles, but. Thank you. No bald. Curl trundles. Yeah, that's what Cody has. Little, oh. Little trundle curls. Oh, I've never heard that phrase before. <laughs> I'm not sure that's right. Gotcha. Are you ready to talk about this one-on-one -on -one part one with host 
Sukanya Krishnan. I am. And we are starting off with a very dramatic tone. We've got dramatic music going. We are, we're watching them all like get ready at their homes. We're watching Christine pick out her favorite pair of Claire earrings. Like, oh my goodness. she's Robin's clip-ons. Robin's clip-ons. Janelle got a new piece that was once sold at Charming Charlie's before they went out of business, but she got it for a discount at Goodwill. They're all repping their Kendra Scott that Aspen got them for Christmas oh, yes. with their employee discount. Yeah, so we're getting ready. All that stuff. I also hated that part because it was like, we know that Mary and Christine had to travel mm-hmm. to get to this. Right. So like, that's fake. Mm-hmm. They got ready at a hotel or something. Right. Yeah. What's bothering me is that what is going on inside Cody and Robin's bedroom, boudoir? Do we have some sort of like sex swing contraption? Is it a hospital bed for hospice play? I don't know, but why are we not getting ready in their bathroom and instead just in the guest hall powder bath? Because it's a mess. There, I, I Let me tell you, I truly, Grace Wooly Brown, believe there is a hospital bed in that room. <laughs> room and her cold dead like body just lays there while cody comes in and is like all right mrs brown it's time to take your medication and then he puts his dick in his in her mouth that's what i believe that's what i believe that's why they're not taking us in there there's something in there and I, I believe it's wall-to-wall boxes and hoarding you can hardly get through anything that is out of sight in that house which mm-hmm. their bedroom would be yes. is just It's a full-on hoarder's paradise. I know that there are people who are like, I want to go to the Holy Land. And when they say that, they're talking about, um, where did Jesus walk? Oh, Jerusalem. Jerusalem. (laughs) Or they're saying they want to go to... Like Egypt or something. You want to go to Cody and Robin's I want to go (laughs) to Cody and Robin's bedroom, boudoir, and I want to find out what's happening i want to know do they leave the wet spot on the bed how do we get in there here's the thing (laughs) when the house goes up for sale oh for sure we're going to look well obviously but they'll clean it up i know that's the thing Mm -hmm. so i am still trying to think of how we can get in with the mold exposure which (laughs) i did some research there is a mold situation in flagstaff okay because of the snow Okay, no yeah, it gets wet about there. This. Yeah, it gets real wet. It gets wet. Wetter than Mary's getting right and now. And their house is wood, and wood kind of, yeah. you know, doesn't dry out. I googled the side effects of mold exposure. Puffy skin. Okay. Cody's face. Cody is so puffy. Everyone's saying, oh, I think it's Botox, I think it's steroids. It's mold. It's mold. And that is what's going on here. Puffy neck. Now, it did say that mold is currently a, like a, it's a trend. Like we're all leaning into mold exposure. It's okay, like where we're going. Cool. It's like, <laughs> oh yeah, is it, is it, is it really mold or is it just the new latest uh, trend? You know? Okay. Yeah. It's, it is the modern day essential oils, uh, young living, if okay. you will. But it's mold. It's, it's the, re- it's the new red 40 or okay. red 50 or whatever the red dye is. The dye. Yes. Okay. It's the new version of that. So it also said, well, and also let me say this, because I do have to be clear. When I'm doing my research, I'm typing in exactly what I want to find, mm-hmm. and then I find it. Yeah. So I typed in mold exposure thyroid, and it was like <laughs> tons of articles about how mold exposure can affect your thyroid. So that explains Robin, and then explains why everyone in that house is just so fucked up. It's why Aurora <laughs> talks so slow. It's why uh, Areola, like, now here's the thing. Areola must be like 
attracted to mold. Like her <laughs> DNA is revving up. That's why she's so big. Well, I think it's because she lives in the backyard. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know if she's feeding off of it. I don't know. I don't know if Salmonella though. It's gotten to him oh, bad. It's, yes. Yeah, he's, he's he's meek. He's barely mm. holding. He is. I feel like if you took a flashlight you to Salmonella's right arm through. on the backside, you could see all I, of his veins, his inner workings. Yeah. He's what one kind of push away from like needing a wheelchair full time, you know? Mm, yes. Yes, exactly. Much what like Robin. What? <laughs> what food do you think they feed Areola? I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Dog food? Yes. That's what I Farmer's meant. Farmer's dog? <laughs> yes. I wanted to know. Do, do they think, get the nice stuff? Is it dry or, or is, is it, it like Iams? <laughs> Good question. I would like to know because I'd like to get some myself. (laughs) Um, Okay, so here's what we know. We do know that all of the gals and Cody did have glam on site, but glam was only touching their faces. The hair, what you see with the hair is They did that all themselves. Yeah, so when Janelle is doing her mullet, that is That's pure Janelle. That's pure Janelle. What I was hoping for I think it was obvious that their hair was not done by a professional. (laughs) Yeah, I I was, well, you know, and I was wondering, what did Robin do to fuck with (laughs) this, like, hair, or this makeup person? Because she is so pasty- White. I think she's just like Salmonella. You can do a flashlight through her skin. Good. Gugamunga. They could have given her some extra bronzer, though. Something. Like, we could have added, like, when she, when she showed up wearing uh, blush and cream, I thought, who told you that was a good idea? Stick to purple. With your, <laughs> I mean, the purple was bad enough, but we've gone even worse. In no sort of world, if you have very dark hair and really light skin, should you ever be wearing blush and cream together? <laughs> God, she looks terrible. So bad. But I love it. I do. I don't want want her to to look good. good. No, thank you. No. No. Jinx. (laughs) Uh, Exactly. I don't want her to look good either, but it's just like, good God, woman, can you help yourself? (laughs) She makes it so much worse. And it's like, this is where, I'm sorry, but like, this is where hospice play comes from. She's right there. She's right in the cusp. She's on the cusp. She's looking. I've actually been seeing a lot of videos lately on TikTok of people who are talking about like what happens at the end of your life. And I don't know if that means I'm dying soon, but they'll be like, oh, there's angels up there. I'm like, oh, fuck. So like, that's what Robin's seeing currently. Uh, Robin did say she was feeling nauseous. And I'm like, girl, that's the mold exposure. Again, I Googled it. It's in there. It is. Yeah, she's like, oh, it's just not feeling really good right now. I feel like I might have to take a shit. And it's like, again, stomach problems are a part of mold exposure. So She's got them all. I think so. I want to talk really quickly about Lizzie's heritage in. We see Mary getting ready, okay? And we see a room that we have not yet seen at Lizzie's Heritage Inn with a small little staircase. And this is not the Jean Bonnet staircase. I don't know what staircase this is. I don't know either. I, well, is there a back house to Lizzie's? Does well, Mary live in a connected in back? the house. It was in the house. It was? But I, I felt like it, I feel like it was like a separate entrance. Okay. But that just means like, that means Murray Brown is living on the property. So like if we go stay at Lizzie's, Mary's there in a secret underground. <laughs> In a yes, in a bunker. Cottage. Okay. She's in a bunker. Yes, okay. and 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 here's the thing, at night if she's getting divorced at night, we could probably hear it. Oh, you're right. Yeah. 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 You know, else you can I, hear it. What, Mary? Oh, what? Those ears. Oh my. Those. I, I've never noticed how big her ears. I are. know I've noticed it before, but good gugamunga, those are the 
biggest <laughs> ears I have ever seen in my entire I think life. She's got a spy ear on. Like I she... <laughs> would never gossip about Mary because she would know. She, she could would hear, hear you from yeah. across the room. And, and then to, she knows everything. <laughs> to think that when her and Cody and Janelle and Christine were all living in the trailer together, those walls were not paper thin. It's just that Mary could hear through layers and layers. <laughs> Of material. I'm like, I'm sorry, Mary, but you're wanting to go into the online, in-person, online boutique stinky leggings. And I'm like, how about you get a job working a wire for the police? <laughs> you don't even need any equipment. You know, she could <laughs> she be. She doesn't the, need a spy ear. She's like, got one permanently. You know, there's Alison Dubois from Medium. Yeah. And she would talk to the dead. Mary can hear from miles <laughs> away with these things. And why, like, when you have ears this big, never tuck your hair. No. Never tuck no. your why hair. Why was it not in front of it? I mean, that's probably why she does the side part mm. over so far. Do you she think the that ears. when her new man came in, he was like, oh, there's nothing I love more than a good set of ears. It's like, she'll never need a hearing aid. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is a good point. You know, cost savings. Yes, yes. yes. Mm. Well, anyways, yeah, she does have giant ears. Didn't the new man to you look sort of David Woolley-ish? Like, I feel like we are all sticking to a similar type. Well, Caitlin, it's a white man with a bald head, which I will and say- And a flannel. And a flannel. Mm-hmm. And I will say, anytime I do see a white man with a bald head and a flannel, I think they are all one person. So, yes. <laughs> and we all live in Lehigh, apparently. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I think, here's here's what I care about. Mary's getting dick. And that's what we all need to be celebrating. I like that, too. As much as we all hate Mary, she's getting dick. And that's what we want. Do we want more people to get dick so Cody gets more mad. Do we think... That she will pull a Christine and marry this first bald man she dates. I don't know, but I need more to know more about this man. Who is he? What's we, he do for work? We need to get to How'd Parowan. We yeah. need to get to Parowan. Well, apparently and... they're in Lehigh. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's right. They're not in Parowan. You think he's got a place in Lehigh? I guess so. It's like, how about you come up to my place in Lehigh? What'd she do? Like, set her Tinder for Lehigh? I don't know. Oh, well, you know what? Christine's like, can you leave me alone? She... <laughs> I'm fucking sick of you. Uh, I asked Janelle the movie or not you. A while ago, Mary was photographed at Lakai talking to two women. And at the time, I said, those are matchmakers. Yeah. Those are matchmakers. So I'm guessing those women had a... Connection in Lehigh. Yep. yep. And that's what they A Lakai regular. <laughs> uh, I did really appreciate when Christine said that she was dreading this because she's like, these are just people I don't need to see. <laughs> I don't need to see these people. I'm like, this is your family. But I I resonate with that. I resonate with not needing to see your family. I do want to tell people about one thing that was really tripping you up. And it's called movie magic, babe. Cody is driving the car. And then they would pan to a shot of the road. And she's like, why do they keep showing the front of a red car? He's in the gray car. I'm like, they're just trying. Well, I know, but it bothers me how lazy they are. The, what have so you they come get to footage. expect from these people? This, I mean, this is what we've got. The footage out Cody's window is prettier than all the B-roll footage they have mm. in this whole thing. Yeah, I'm I like, agree with that. Just stick to that. Now, there is a... Uh, who wore it best moment between Sukanya and Cody. Actually, I will say this. This is the reunion of soft blazers. Everybody has a soft Christine blazer on, did except it. for Christine. Christine said, I am not wearing the long sleeve under my tank tops anymore, <laughs> and I'm getting rid of my soft blazers. Good for her. But otherwise, everyone, Cody included, is wearing <laughs> a soft blazer. And I think if we had panned to the crew and everyone else is in... <laughs> It's all sponsored by LuLaRoe. Yes. This episode brought to you by (laughs) LuLaRoe. 
And now I'm thinking I need to get a soft blazer for the next three parts of this one-on-one -on -one special because I felt left out. I know where you can get one. Where? The new carriage house. Mm. Online, in person. Yes. Lula Row Boutique. I'm going to drive up to Parowan and get fitted for my own... <laughs> I don't think they get fitted. Oh. No. It's I just... Standard sizing. Gotcha. <laughs> Do you think it, in Lula Row I'm like a 4X or... <laughs> I don't know what you are in women's soft blazers, but... I think me and Mary could split. You and Mary could share one. Yes. For sure. I, I believe so. So guys... <laughs> Similar shoulders. Just go out and know this. Soft blazers are in. This is where we're going. <laughs> no, they're America. not. No, they're not. Don't take his advice. Please do. That and big ears are the new fad <laughs> around Utah. So get yourself both. They'll of get you a new man those. in Lehigh. We had an interesting first question from Sukanya. And she was like, hey guys, you know, if we were willing to pay to license music and not just that free demo shit we put over everything, what song would you guys like for us to play? And Christine went with, I can see clearly now the rain is gone. I love her level of petty. I do. I appreciate that. I think it might get old after a while, but for, for now I'm here for it. A shocker for me was Janelle going with, we will rock you. Janelle thinks she's more badass than she really is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, Janelle's like, Janelle thinks she's She had that up. one scene, you know? Yeah. And that's about it. Janelle thinks she's a Harley Davidson, <laughs> but really she's just a jazzy. Yeah. That's the best way. Like, she's like, oh yeah, I'm a biker girl pulling up in my Harley. And it's like, it's a jazzy. And yeah. it beeps when you back up. <laughs> Beeps when you back up. Uh, Mary went with, all oh, the single ladies, all oh, the single ladies. Oh, but girl, not you're now. Not, not single anymore. Mm. You have been getting it good. <laughs> and that's why your hair is so crispy. Because you're get It's getting softer on her Instagram. She's got she soft found a blazer. New man. She's got soft hair. She found a new man and a new conditioner. God, well, you know what? Things are looking up for Mary. Here's the thing. I have heard many times before that semen does wonders on everything for your hair, for your skin. So I think he's just shooting it straight on her. Maybe. Shooting the load straight on her, and that's why she's looking so good. <laughs> Cody went with Losing My Religion. Not a song I know. Not a song I care to know. No, but it fits him. It does fit him. And then Robin went with Confused by Gucci Mane. <laughs> Why did we not ask Robin what song she, she was still thinking about what song like 30 minutes later they're like just forget it. Yeah, they she, were, um she's like, "Oh, I don't I don't really listen to music." Song? Um oh god. <laughs> oh, song. Okay. Mm. And so Kanye's like, "Well, you know what? Think oh, about we're just it." Gonna skip think about it and we can come back to it. And she's like, "I can't think about two things at one time, Suki." So, just give me a All second. All right, we'll she's, cut it. No one will notice. We did. Yeah, so I think she wanted to say Confused by Gucci Mane. <laughs> I would have that... loved to hear what song she came up with, yes. too. Did you notice that Mary was wearing almost her exact same outfit that she was wearing in the promo images? When you find something that looks good on you, you when stick you... to it. Exactly. Exactly. Like, when you find the right fit, why, mm -hmm. why fuck with perfection? At least she fixed her hair. Yeah, well... The promo image's hair is the worst. Well, this is just really exposing the ear, though. I know this wasn't good either, but it was better than that. Gotcha. Sometimes when we're just so low, mm. it's I think like... she's found out green looks good on her, which I agree. Mm. I just don't know that... I think we could have still done better. Gotcha. Okay. Um, now, it was so interesting to me to hear Cody say that, no, I don't think I've hit rock bottom yet. He's like, I still got some more things I could fuck up before I get there. Yeah. Like, I'm, this isn't rock bottom. Three of your four wives left you. Your kids don't speak to you. What? I think you're pretty far down. Well, he's like, you know what? 
I got my hair, I got my pecs, my abs, and my legs. <laughs> I still look fucking good. I still look fucking great. All right, so he I had a little bit of a gut sitting there. Yeah, I don't think like, he has the abs, sir. I wear the abs. I don't Where believe him. are the abs? That's what I want to know. Answer that fucking. Take question. your shirt off if you really got it. When we went to BravoCon, tons of those men's had to pull their shirt off on stage. And when I host Sister Wives Con, I want the same. Oh. I'm gonna say Cody Brown, take the shirt off. Let's see those pecs and abs, baby. I'd be the first to sign up for Sister Wives Con. Oh, well, you're working it. Because <laughs> it's just going to be me and you. <laughs> you think we could host it at Lizzie's? Mm, I don't think that's a big enough venue. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was thinking small. <laughs> I'm thinking it's going to be a big dub. Okay. Uh, then Cody also says that when he isn't working on Cameo, uh, he's just always thinking about his family and how it fell apart and what everyone in his family did to fail him. <laughs> Never any sort of accountability. Nope. If nope. you thought you were going to tune into this one-on-one special and say, finally, this man's going to have some accountability, you would be wrong. And sometimes he almost kind of like cock teases us. He's like, well, here's the thing. <clears throat> what I will take responsibility for is nothing. Is <laughs> You just ruined my joke. <laughs> What, what I was going to say is nothing. <laughs> uh, what I, here's the thing. What I will take responsibility for is the fact that, you know, I, uh, I gave too much. <laughs> I spoiled everyone and they just, they became monsters. They became monsters. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm too giving. I'm too giving. Cody's the kind of guy like at a job interview is like, my biggest weakness is that I'm just too much of a perfectionist. (laughs) My weakness is that I'm going to be the best one in the room in every room I walk into. All right. Uh, Cody also said something very nice about his wives. He was like, you know, I didn't vet these cows before I brought them back to the farm. I was just willy nilly. I was just like, hey, give me three cows and I'll take them. All right. Not, not interested. I was just too focused on getting multiple wives to get my planet. And what happened, he realized there's one. One thing to blame, Cody Brown never knew love before he met Robin. Simple as that. All right, I never loved these other heifers until I met good old Rob. And now I know what love is, and these other bitches can have the scoot. Isn't it sad that it's like, oh, now I know what love is, and Robin's your prize? You know, like, if I'm going to choose, I think I'd pretty much choose anyone before Robin. I would rather stay, I would rather become a nun. (laughs) I would rather become a nun, or what are the male version of a nun? Pope? A priest. I I would rather become a priest pope than be with Robin Brown. (laughs) I'm sorry, but that is true. Like, I'm not interested in that whatsoever. He's like, you know, I was just so focused on my celestial kingdom, and I was just, like, having to fill it up with these broads who I thought could make a bunch of kids. Got the fucking dud. Mary only giving me one kid. (laughs) And, guys, we can say that because we have infertility, so (laughs) fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's that's okay for us that's to okay. say. All right? Um, but then he met Robin, and everything was just different. Oh, and this is where it makes sense when he's like, the sacrifices I made to love you. What he's saying yeah. is... I didn't I, fucking love you guys. I liked Robin, and I stuck around with you guys. Yeah, I could have been getting good old puss this whole time and falling in love, but instead I sacrificed all the ladies who were throwing themselves at me to love you bitches. It's like, I didn't want to have to pay for you guys, but I did, okay? I kept up my promise. <laughs> like, you didn't really do much. Let's just quickly imagine that Janelle and Cody are not separated, 
okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we know they are, but let's say they're not. And let's say that Mary's still hanging on. Okay. And Cody sits here and it's he It's not was, hard to imagine because right. it's been like this for a long time. Okay. Imagine sitting here and hearing Cody say that when he fell in love with Robin, it was the first time he was ever falling in love. I mean, he just ruined all... Any, <laughs> any chance he thought he had at getting back together with Janelle, which I think he thinks. Don't you think? When he said, I'm... You know, I'm interested I want in to have a romantic relationship. We've never been romantic. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> he, he says one horrible thing after another. And I also have to say this. This man never makes sense. No. He, he's always circling the donkey. And yep. he's always running in circles and saying things and then saying, no, I didn't say that. I'm like, Suki can't follow. And we, either can we. We can't. And I'm, I'm sitting here taking notes and I'm still like, fuck, how do we get from point A to point Z? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, no no idea. wonder Robin likes him. She doesn't get anything. So she's like, it's fine. I don't Everything's really over her head. Yeah. <laughs> she does, she's not confused because she's always confused. Here's the thing. Robin goes to Cody and she's like... Hey, Cody, I was thinking um, about maybe getting uh, something for the kids for dinner. And then he's like, well, Robin, here's the thing. When you want dinner, what you're going to need is uh, back in the day, okay, when I was growing up and we wanted dinner. uh, Have I told you I lived on the the countryside? My mom. (laughs) Oh, Grandma Janelle, she, Grandma Janelle, she was a hottie. Uh, you know, she would, and that's exactly what I'm telling you. <laughs> what the fuck did you just, can I get a transcript of what you just said? Can Robin's I get, like, okay, so make Grandma Janelle's caramels. Okay. okay yep. Okay, thanks, Cody. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Cody. It doesn't make any sense. But uh, what I'm saying is he's ruined any chance of getting back together with anybody mm-hmm. that he thinks he has. Right. By basically saying he hated them all. Uh, he also says that when he first met Robin... He wept for joy for months. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. Because because Robin finally saw him for who he was and he could be emotionally vulnerable. He could never be like that with Janelle. He would go to Janelle and be like, Janelle, some of the guys at work are calling me uh, Goldilocks. And she's like, get to fucking work. Because what he's trying to do is be like, can I not go to work today? She's like... We got fucking mouths to feed, buddy. And now you just brought five more in, okay? Get to fucking work. It's like, oh, everyone's mean to me at work, you know? <laughs> She's like, I don't give a fuck. Get to work. So Robin was like, because um, I think Robin like mothered him. Yeah. She came in like Grandma Janelle. Because we know that, you know, he's yeah. very in love with, with Grandma Janelle, you know? <laughs> and I think Robin came in and she was the new Grandma Janelle. These other women weren't going to coddle him because they're like, we got other fucking kids to take care of. And they've seen what an asshole he is. Robin, she hadn't seen that yet. Robin had no other kids to take care of because she had fucking nannies. She had Mindy <laughs> Jugs, you know? She had nannies. Like it's, she, She's like, listen, I can take all of my attention and pour it into Cody. And now Cody loves to come to my house because when he comes here, he gets that good juice out of my titty. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's going on here. Everyone else is like, yeah, you think you could help me out a little bit, but he doesn't. Yeah, And then Christine's like, you know, I remember when I first realized Cody was in love. Um, I was sitting on my bed and um, I still had a pad on because I had just given birth to Truly uh, <laughs> the day before. Yep. <laughs> and um, my boobs are leaking and I'm just crying and I'm just like, Cody, could you help me? And he's just doing a little dance. He's doing a little jig, a little Irish jig. And he's like, oh, goody-doo. I'm going on a date today with Robin. And she's like, mom, I could just see so happy. Look like a kid. You know, look like Mary going to Disneyland, you know? And I just, I knew in that moment. And she's like, she's your soulmate. And then Aspen had to come in and change my pad for me because Cody definitely 
would not. So yeah, I, I, I remember it. Christine also says she's the first one to say that Robin is Cody's soulmate. Mm-hmm. And he's taken that and run with it. I feel like he's like, yeah, you're right, Christine. That's right. And that is the reason. I can't help it. She's my soulmate. I don't like the rest of you. We never clicked. When he said Robin was the first person he just clicked with mm-hmm. and no one else he clicked with, right. I was like, that's pretty sad. I'm you were with them for 30 years. You never clicked. Do you think over the times that we've been with this family, do you think that in secret, Cody has ever reached out to Jeff and Shalia of the Twin Flames documentary? <laughs> Do you think that he's like, I know this is my twin flame. Robin's my twin flame. I can't help it. He's probably telling the girls to watch it now. He's like, Christine, Janelle, when you're having one of your little parties together, watch Twin Flames, and that's me and, and Robin. And you'll understand exactly. And they're like, Cody, that's about a cult. And he's like, no, it's it's me and Robin are definitely <laughs> twin flames. Uh, so, yeah, that's not going well. I love when Christine was like, um, when they got together, I finally saw what a good relationship was, like a good marriage. I was like, oh my gosh, he actually does have it in him to help around. With oh people. my God. It's crazy because I asked Cody for three weeks if he could just change a doorknob in my house. And he never did, but he managed to build Robin's kids a full playhouse from scratch. <laughs> I was just like, okay, I guess me and Trudy will do it. Just... <laughs> Couple of girls, me and my beautiful assistant, bald little truly. <laughs> now let's talk about Cody and Janelle. So Cody admits that his actions don't match his words. He's like, you know, I say I want to work on things with Janelle, but I ain't calling Nancy. I ain't calling no therapist. <laughs> but I really don't. No, I don't. I'm just bullshitting her. All right. I'm just trying to make sure her check's still clear into my bank account. And then uh, Cody's like, well, here's the deal. All right, Sukanya. I'm not asking about the kids because I don't want to gossip about them. And that's the truth, all right? Because as soon as we start talking about the kids, I can't even help myself. I'm going to be like, oh, the assholes. You mean the assholes? Those are those kids who are assholes. Like what dad says, I can't even ask about my kids because I don't want to gossip. I don't want to gossip about Those are your kids. You should be asking how they are. Uh, Caitlin, he (laughs) cannot reach out to Savannah because he'll start gossiping about her. We... Justice for Savannah. Yeah. We got the clip of Janelle being like, you haven't even talked to Savannah in two months or whatever. Why did Suki not ask about that? Fuck Suki. We need Suki answers. right now is on Instagram trying to like defend herself being like, I think you guys need to watch yeah. all Keep four watching. parts of the tell and, and she's like, see. it's complicated. There's kids involved. I'm like, no, you weren't hard enough on this. You man. weren't hard enough again. There's kids involved, which means you should be asking Cody why he hasn't talked to Savannah. This is our fucking third year with you, Suki. Okay, I understand. First year... A little bit scary. Second year, we're starting to like kind of find our groove, but we're we're not fully developed. You know, yeah. we only have breast buds. <laughs> but by year three, you've got big old nungas, and it's time to whip them out and put this man into shape. It's I'm done. I me too. I'm they done. need a new host. Me. I'm calling for a new host. Us. Yes. Us together. I'll let you do it. I don't and care. and I ask that we're all in one room together. I know. Sorry, Christine. You're sitting on the couch and with these fuckers. And everybody is strapped in with like a seatbelt that doesn't come undone because you're <laughs> you not can't walking walk off. off. No, you're not walking off. We're um, in like roller coaster seats. You yes. know, like we put the harness down. We're That's, locked in. You can't leave. And we're like playing all the clips. That's what I want. Yes. That yes. would be perfect. That's what we need. Why are we not asking the right questions? Mm. We're not getting anywhere. No. It's, and can I also say this? We have, guys, we watched... The Janelle and Cody fight. We watched it when it happened, and we all and we've watched it every episode since. Every episode since, and now the 
fucking nerve that they have to roll the tape again and play the whole 15 minute fight. I'm like, we already, we can, I can recite this. I know this by heart. I did appreciate though. Janelle trying so hard not to laugh during this. That was good. (laughs) I did. And Robin, I can't even look. Oh, Robin was so scared. She, she wouldn't so even scared. look at the camera. He's so scared. Um, <laughs> wait, really quick. Back to Cody not okay. talking to his kids because yeah. he's going to trash talk them. Yeah. Or he's going to gas them. But then when Sukanya's like, well, that's kind of a weird thing for a dad to say. He's like, but what I forgot to mention, I also don't talk to the kids because of Christine and Janelle and their trash talking. It's like, <laughs> Anytime that he's backed into a corner, he's like, actually, what Did I... Do you fr- know when Christina Janelle talks shit about me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about anywhere? What? Not even on Patreon. Mm. We didn't talk about Robin Brown being pulled over mid-middle of the pandemic without a, a mask in sight. <gasps> I just saw something about this on Reddit, but I didn't see it. Yeah. There's body cam footage, Body right? cam footage. And I'm like, she this She was is- texting and driving with the tenders in the back, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the chicken tenders. <laughs> chicken tenders were in the back, and she was texting, probably Cody. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, trying to, she's like, Cody, I'm like, I'm doing lost. my five-minute check-in. Where are you? And so she gets pulled over. She does not have a mask on. She asks the officer. She's like, don't you know who I am? Robin she said Brown? that? No, she didn't. Oh, I was like, oh, no, she didn't. No. Okay. Uh, but she did offer to blow him. Okay. Yeah. Good. She said, <laughs> I do you want to try and tickle my thyroid? Because <laughs> it's pretty easy. See how strong this neck is? <laughs> this neck is real good. Um, so then what Cody, did, Was she crying? Uh, no. no. No? Oh my God. Because she, she didn't give a fuck. Oh, she pulls out all the stops on the show to cry every second right. and then she doesn't cry when she gets pulled over. Caitlin, here's the thing. Cody is guilty of one thing and it's not texting while he's driving. Okay. He is guilty of not loving Christine and Janelle and that's why they trash talk him. And then Suki's like, whoa, 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 hold on. Let's go back. Are you admitting that you didn't love them? Like, oh, no, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm, I was guilty of them being trash talkers. And then I withdrew my love from them. She's like, so you didn't love them <laughs> enough to help with the relationship. He's like, no, 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 that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I was guilty of never loving them from the beginning. And she's like, what the fuck she's are like, you I saying? I just asked you that. He's like, no, 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 no. I mean, not being in love with them. Right. No, here's the thing, Siki. <laughs> what, you're, you're, as, let me he put, confuses himself. Let me put this to you simply, all right? A way that you could understand as a woman. I am saying that the reason Janelle and Christine are to blame is because they were mad at me for never loving them. And that is wrong. Because, listen, I never loved them, but I was loving. Put it on a Hallmark card. That is what I want on my tombstone. I was never, I never loved them, but I was loving. Yes. I never loved, but I was loving. And I, I mean, loosely loving. Right. Right. We've seen how he treats He's emotionally abusive <laughs> at the bare minimum. So now like Suki's confused. She's like, wait. A-. Everybody's She's confused. like, can we pause for a minute? Can you guys play that back? What did he say? <laughs> She's like, Cody, do you even understand what you said? He's like, oh yeah, clear as day. Yep. Totally get it. She's mm. like, can you re-explain it? He's like, no. No, I, I, don't, I don't need to explain myself twice. <laughs> You're trying to gaslight me now, all right? Do you think that's his tactic? Just like talk in circles so no one gets what I'm saying, so no one can quite pin me down on what I'm saying. I think so. Okay, I think. I think that works yeah, for him. It's, it does. 
Because how do you call it out? I'm like, I don't even know what you just said. I feel like that's why Christine's probably like, forever. I just didn't know what to do because I couldn't quite understand what he was saying. No. (laughs) I have no idea what this man is saying when he talks. No clue. It never tracks for me. (laughs) Um, So he's like, you know, I didn't get married for romantic love. I got married because Mary's dad promised me a new convertible if I married her. All right? He was like, listen, no one's going to take this broad. So if you marry my daughter... I will hook you up with a 1986 Chrysler Sebring, and he and and then that's the and he can't pass up a convertible. convertible. This convertible is this man's kryptonite. (laughs) He cannot pass up a convertible. So that's why he got married originally, and then he realized, shit, we have no skills. We can't make money. So that's when he's like, oh, let's bring Janelle. Janelle in. So then Janelle came in. She's this huge executive accountant making $36,000 a year. Then he realizes, well, shit. No one's I taking can't care leave of these Janelle's children. kids with Mary because she's going to beat the shit out of them. So I got to get another wife to be a babysitter. And that's why he married these women. And Suki, what you're not understanding is I gave everything to these ladies. No one else would have married them but me. I took in these dogs who were barking. I took in these strays. These beggars. These beggars. I took in these strays and I gave them kibbles. Like the way he talks about them. And it's like like we don't have like 18 years of show history. Right. Right? We've seen it. We've seen you in love with them. We know you actually liked them. Don't try me. Let's roll the tape on the three minutes of airtime that the fight gets just the first time. Just the first time that we see it. And then it shows up again and again and again. Three minutes of a 42-minute episode when this is supposed to be a tell-all. Oh, again, explosive. We're, we're bringing back the same tactics that we've been doing. And it is just exhausting. Christine, Christine, Christine has got to learn how to act when she's watching. You know she's watched this a million times. Oh yeah, it's her favorite scene. <laughs> she's she's blinking her eyes. Her mouth is open. She's licking her lips. She's like, oh, oh, oh my goodness, Cody. Oh my god, poor Janelle. Oh my goodness. I hope she gets to go on holiday. Like, shut. <sighs> it's so obvious. It's like, okay, we know you've seen it. Can I tell you something? Yeah. In confidence. Yeah. Okay, don't tell anyone. Okay, else, but, but people are listening. Somebody who is a content creator out there uh-huh. just said to me, in confidence, I'm not going to yeah. out them. They said, I can't fucking stand Christine, but I feel like we all are supposed to rally around her because, yeah. you know. That's kind of how I feel. And it's like, it's like, yes, she's, we're so proud of her for being first to leave. And I like the pettiness and everything. And I'm happy for her, but she is so fucking annoying. She's so fucking annoying. I can't. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I want to root for you, but. it's She's too theatrical. Too much. Like, let's calm it down a little bit. Please. She did birth McKelty. Right. You know? Mm, that's one of the. Apple doesn't fall far from the dream. No, it's one of the worst things she did for the world was birth <laughs> McKelty. Um, now, Janelle is smirking like a Cheshire cat. When she's watching Cody just act like a child. Like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Uh, no, I will not be talking to you. That The Grinch. Yes, the Grinch. <laughs> yeah, Robin's looking down. She's way too scared. She looks like an infomercial. Do you remember back in the day, like on PBS, when they would play those commercials of like parents screaming at each other and then the little girl would be in the corner like crying? <laughs> yes. That's, that's Robin right. currently. Uh, and... She's like probably thinking, I wish I was there to speak Cody for Janelle. We finally understand why Cody absolutely lost his shit. And I was, oh my goodness, it all makes sense now. So when Cody walked into Janelle's shoebox, he sees this beautiful, 
absolutely gorgeous 24-inch Christmas tree. And <laughs> Christine put <laughs> instantly, yeah, you know what you know. Yeah. Instantly triggered because wow, you know, I saw that Christmas. I'm like, that Christmas tree triggered me as well, but like to burn it. <laughs> That Christmas tree was sadder than the fucking Charlie Brown Christmas tree. When I found out they were going to bring that tree over to their short-term rental <gasps> and have Christmas, when I've got a 13-foot tree in mine and Robin's beautiful QVC mansion, to know they don't want to come over. That they were going to take this beautiful tree. I was just triggered. And here's the thing. I am going to take credit for escalating this situation, but here's why I did it. Because Janelle has been a using me for years and i finally i was like jennifer lopez in enough i had had enough okay and i was done i was done and she took that tree and she was trying to hit me with it they cut it out they cut it out but you guys don't see how abusive she is to me wouldn't it be amazing if we found out that like janelle actually was like screaming at cody and like come on shrimp dick but they, i would like, love cut that. it all out <laughs> They're on her side. Yeah, they're like, we're going to make Like, he her. deserves it. And then we'd be like, God, he's such a gaslighter. But actually, he's like, guys, I'm telling you the <laughs> truth. Please, somebody listen to me. Um, and then he says that Janelle and Christine trash talk him, not because of the fact that he never loved them, but because it makes them feel better about the way they treat him. <laughs> because they treat... Yeah, here's the thing. Cody Brown is just this innocent... Fun-loving guy, all right? How many times does he say they're trash-talking me? I, w- I should have counted. <laughs> should have counted. I should have counted, but I didn't. They, I if they want make me feel small, it makes them feel better about them. Cody, like, pull your pants down. Pull your need... pants down, you're going to feel small. No. You know, Cody Chody? They don't need that. No. They feel just fine about how they've treated you. Yeah, so he's like, yeah, maybe I wasn't in love, but I was being loving. I was making the effort. I was sacrificing a couple of minutes here and there with Robin to go ask Christine, how's your day? I wouldn't listen. I didn't really care how her day was, but I asked, okay? (laughs) And Robin would always get them cards for their birthdays and our anniversaries. I had to sign them, all right? I put in the effort, all right? So I don't want to sit here and have these trash-talking bitches say that I didn't try because I tried, all right? I absolutely tried. Like, I wanted to ditch all you guys right when I met Robin. After our 11-day honeymoon, I wanted to come home and have a clear house. No one else there. Uh, Then we get Janelle's perspective on the fight, and we have to rewatch the fight again. It's like, oh, we went to commercial break. People may have forgotten what happened throughout this entire episode because we have milked this scene time and time again. Let's play it one more time in case they forgot, but this will not be the last time we see it. It was so good when Suki was like, uh, Janelle, have you ever had a fight like this before? She's like, no, never. And then she goes to Cody and he's like, yeah, a few times. A few yeah, times. A couple times. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Janelle's abusive. <laughs> Janelle does abuse me all the time. Um, so Janelle's like, listen, I was not triggered by the Christmas tree. I was triggered by the fingering. Oh, sorry. Trigger warning. <laughs> the fingering he was doing. He was finger pointing like crazy. I went in there. I knew what I was going to say. But the second he started fingering me, I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> gloves are off, baby. Gloves are off. She's like, you know what's interesting, Suki? All of Cody's fights are about what other people have done to him. But... Never anything he's done. Like, doesn't that seem interesting? Like, Cody, seem like a narcissist, Suki. Yeah, like, isn't that weird? And then Mary, the Tony Robbins graduate, 
who's been doing a lot of like self work mm-hmm. and you be into you and all of that good stuff. She's like, you know what? Um, I think Cody needs to do the hard work. I think Cody needs to do some self-reflection work. She's like, I've offered him a um, ticket to Tony Robbins. He's not I've, up for taking I've, it yet. I but. tried so many. I got him both of Mel Robbins books. <laughs> um, I got him Girl, Wash Your Face. Um, I got him so... I got him Daily Affirmations by um, Brene Brown. You know, I, I have really been, as somebody who has done the hard work, I want to see Cody do the hard work because I, Suki, did I tell you that I once walked across rocks on fire, <laughs> a fire pit, if you will. And I have grown so much as a woman. And and I don't know if you know my hashtag, but it's worthy up. <laughs> it's worthy Cody, up. Cody needs to learn how to wear the app. Everyone is so excited about Mary with that line that's coming up. Oh not, my God. That she's like, I will not be, be silenced. silenced anymore. Her book is going to, if she writes a book, I think that's what she's alluding to. Right. It's going to be so lame. It she's is, not going to spill anything. I, I will tell, tell you that right now. now. And here's the thing. It's going it, to be all like. If it doesn't go this way, it's because Mary heard this and she went back and took it out. So either way, I'm right. Okay. So if it is this way, I knew it. If it's not this way, it's not my fault because I wasn't wrong. Mary heard it and she took it out. Okay. Okay. Just so as okay. everyone's clear. This is something Cody Brown would do. Every chapter will start with some sort of quote that's like inspirational. Mm-hmm. Every It's it, going to be a self-help book. It's not going to be a juicy book. It's yeah. just going to be like, worthy up, know your worth, go to Tony Robbins, yes. walk over the fire. Tony Robbins, Mel Robbins, yeah. Brene Brown, they have all changed my life. And <laughs> I'm a better person because of it. And that's what Cody needs to be doing. That's what Cody needs to do. But he's not ready to do... The hard work. Okay, shut the fuck up. It's yeah, like, I'm not holding my breath for that book. It's like when you have a friend who goes to therapy and then they And all, then all they do is like speak therapy and you're like, okay, yes. maybe you've had too much. Yeah, it's like, ugh, fucking back <laughs> off. And they're like, oh, that's interesting. Um, what happened in your childhood? What made you like, feel that way? Get the fuck off of me. <laughs> Get the fuck off of me. Uh, and then Robin comes in to defend Cody and she's like, you know what? Here's what happens, Sukanya. Janelle was bragging about her Goodwill Christmas tree. And he was so upset because it was so beautiful. Like she had spent a lot of money on this. And he's like, where'd you get that money? And she's like, Plexus. He's like, we need that money for the land. We need that money for the land because Robin spent all of our money on Dickens Christmas Village. And so it was very triggering for him. And Suki's like, well, why did that trigger him so much, Robin? She's like, well, Obviously, because Christine left him. <laughs> How the fuck did Christine leaving him make the Christmas tree trigger? Somehow him? the Christmas tree was triggering because, because Janelle's gonna go spend Christmas with the little Christmas tree in the short term rental with Christine, and she's on Christine's. Side. I truly, Grace Wooly Brown, believe that at some point Cody said, "If ever you're backed in a corner, just say it's Christine's fault." Uh- that's their go-to. So they were like, okay, uh, Robin, what song do you think? Uh, I think it's Christine's fault. <laughs> is, who is the, who's the artist? They're looking on Spotify. Yeah, who's Christine. that artist? And they're like, <laughs> Christina Aguilera? No. It's no. Christine's fault. Mm-hmm. They're like, all right, we'll just, we'll skip the song for you, sweetheart. <laughs> okay, no problem. Like that's, that's how it's all going. Uh, but 
Cody is jealous of Christina and Janelle because they're finally getting along after years of having a tumultuous uh, Yeah, right. Those two have gotten along for so long, Cody. It's like Cut me a break. But here's the thing. I, I'll say it again and I'll say it again. These two were acting like a married couple. All married couples fight. It's like he wanted them to be perfectly happy. Sisters. Has anyone ever seen sisters fight? Yeah, it's terrifying. It is terrifying. Sisters could be like, you're a fucking bitch and I hope you're dead. Five minutes later, like, hey, do you want to go to get lunch? It's like, what the hell? (laughs) And Cody's like, they should have been getting along the whole time. That's what they needed to be doing. But now, all of a sudden, they are. And Christine's like, you know what? Welcome to being a fucking sister wife, bitch. We've been jealous for years. Now you can sit here and be jealous of our good relationship. And when me, Janelle, and David have threesomes. (laughs) You can be jealous. This is what jealousy looks like, baby. David's taking Janelle in, okay? Just so you know. Do you remember when Cody was sick with the COVID? I am so done with him acting like he was going to die when he didn't even go to the hospital. Oh, hang on, my throat's closing up. There is actual people who died and who were very sick, and he yeah. was not one of them. No, he was not. No, if you just stayed in your home alone and you didn't even I'm need sure any medical attention. I'm sure the mold attention, didn't help. Well, yeah. I know the mold <laughs> didn't help with the situation. But if he didn't even have to see a doctor, he was fine. He got a 99-degree fever, Caitlin. Yeah, I he know. Was and he was barely... Knock it on, on death. So he probably saw the angels. So he, yeah, he, he was in Robin's yeah. hospice bed. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, well, we already have a hospital bed here. So we'll yeah. just put him in it. <laughs> so he calls up Jadel, who's on vacation with Christine. And he's like, hey, what you doing? Because he doesn't know where she's at. And yeah. she's like, oh, I'm on vacation. He's like, oh, <clears throat> oh sorry, Janelle. I can't talk for long because I think I'm dying. I just wanted, I just to, wanted to call and, call and say you. goodbye. <laughs> And then you can hear Aurora be like, what time are we going to in and out And he's like, shut up, goddammit. Um, Janelle, do you think you could stop and get me a couple things? I need uh, 36 lemons. Um, I need uh, my curly cream. I'm out of that. Um, and what's that horse stuff people are getting? <laughs> what is that called? I don't know. The, the, yeah, the, Whatever the horse medicine is. I need you to get me some of that. <laughs> Um, I'm going to need some muscle. Definitely some warm water, warm water. Okay. Uh, and, uh, I've got a couple other things. I'll text it to you. If you can, and that miss- towel warmer you got broke. Can you get a new one? <laughs> a warm towel. I feel really good right now. <laughs> I need you to come back over drop. Now, listen, you can't come in the house cause it is bad. We all have got the COVID leave it at my door and then just go home and sit there by yourself. And maybe in a couple months, I'll talk to you again. And she's like, Oh fuck. Okay. Um, Christine, put your Mai Tai down, girl. We got to go home. And Christine's like, fuck that. No, like we're not going home. She's like, did Cody come even see you when you had COVID? She's like, great question. Great. Loved that Christine was basically like, you aren't going home, bitch. Mm. We're on vacation. We're having fun. He's just fine. He can do Instacart. Can I tell you something? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There is a part of me though, that gets a little bit sad in these situations because Cody has steamrolled Janelle forever. Uh And now Janelle's just kind of popped over and now Christine is steamrolling her. She's like, but Christine is doing it for good. Well, it starts right? out that every cult starts out that way. Every she's trying cult to help her see your worth. We're the up girlfriend. That is what Jeff and Shalia said to their followers. They were there to help, and then they told that girl to just oh, restraining orders aren't real. Just keep going. Just keep going for him. He loves you. He's just playing hard to get. He's just playing hard to get. Just a silly little. So favorite. I'm worried. I think Janelle could definitely fall into a cult. Yeah. Well, she does want to maybe still practice polygamy, so right. there you go. So, yeah. Uh, and then Zucania comes in, and she's like, 
Janelle, why weren't you compassionate towards Cody when he was on Robin's deathbed? And she's like, oh, Suki, let me, let me set it straight, all right? It wasn't that I wasn't compassionate when he was sick. It's that five years later, he was still talking about his near-death experience and the bright light that he saw. And I'm and, sick of it. And I'm just like, okay, got it. You almost died, but you're still here. Let's just celebrate that. And he was like, oh, of course you'd want me to celebrate that, but you don't even know what it's like to have a near-death experience. And Truly's like, I do. And he's like, shut up, bitch. <laughs> shut up truly and then Yasbel's like well I did um, I had a life altering surgery that I could have died during he's like but you didn't come to that did you have a 99 degree fever I don't were you laying in the fetal position on your bathroom floor and had I not starved truly of water when she was sick I wouldn't have known to hydrate myself therefore I saved my own life by semi-sacrificing truly's and that I think is job well done (laughs) all right I'm I can't, I can't with him in this near-death experience. Oh, then we got to go and go back to Cody's triggered Christmas tree. And Suki's like, okay, Cody, why in that moment couldn't you recognize that you were being triggered? He's like, because my therapist Robin wasn't there with me to let me know that that's what triggering was. <laughs> and say, hey, Janelle, I am feeling triggered by this Christmas tree. Do you think that maybe I could come over and see the kids around said Christmas tree. And Cody's like, okay, well, here's the deal, all right? I feel like, let's go to this point. Mm. I, uh, yeah, so I'm gonna come over here really quick. And (laughs) what I wanna say is that when, uh, then that, and Christine left me, okay? And And Janelle and Christine are trash talking me and the kids are assholes. And those kids are assholes. And then they're, and here's the thing, they're assholes to me like, Water off Mary's hair, all right? (laughs) They are assholes to me, and I just let it go, all right? No problems. I'm not looking for respect, all right? I've only said it every other word, but it's fine. That's not me. That's not my game. But I've got to protect my little sweetheart, Robin, because those kids are assholes to her. So then, when if I'm asking to go over there, the next thing you know, Christine's bringing up again that she left me, and she's the one to blame. (laughs) So Connor's like, Okay, so he's like, there's a lot of bullying, and then Robin's kids would be bullied. I'm like, wait a second here, though. I'm gonna back up because Aurora sees the bully, Gabe, at school, and mm-hmm. they're just fine. Let me say this everyone wants to see Dayton, so I think he'd be just fine. As someone who was bullied for in many years, many like my entire childhood was bullied uh, into my 20s, uh, I gotta say, you know, it does something for you. Makes you stronger. No, it just makes you a little funnier. You know, and it's like, I think Robin's kids could use a little bullying. They could use a little tough love. And it's like, I'm sorry, if it ever gets out of hand, send Ariola in, she'll kick their ass. Exactly. Plus, I'm like, okay. Aurora's at school and she's like, Ariola, you wouldn't believe it. This girl was making fun of my um, astrological map that I did. And Ariola's like, let me at her. Let me add, or I just had my creatine. And unlike, not because Cody's their dad, but because right. they have good moms, these kids are not assholes. No. They're assholes to their dad because they he deserves them to be assholes, but not to the other kids. They're going to be just fine. Everyone's going to sweep it under the rug and act like everything's all right. Here's the thing. I know that I said last week that Robin is a master manipulator. Mm-hmm. And I believe that still. Mm-hmm. But I also do feel as though like, I know that Robin said before that she's the family scapegoat. 
Mm-hmm. I think she's Cody's scapegoat. Yeah. Not the family. It's like He doesn't want to go, so he's like, well, Robin can't be there. Yeah, sorry. if you're And me and Robin are PB and J. <laughs> keto style, though. Because I, I'm... And I don't I'm do gluten, bread because I'm gluten free. Bread. <laughs> and I do uh, keto peanut butter. It's actually uh, almond butter, peanut butter type of stuff. And the jelly is actually fresh no jam, no sugar. <laughs> so me and Robin, that's me and Robin. We are PB&J keto friendly. He does. Free. He wants to tell everyone else they're assholes because they're mean to Robin. So he just uses her for that. When Suki used the word non-negotiables with Robin, Robin's like, right, mm-hmm. I she's have, like, what does that mean? She's like, I've got a couple of non-negotiables I have to return to uh, Coles. And she's like, what? And she's like, yeah, I love a non-negotiable. And she's like, I'm confused. And she's like, I dropped off a couple non-negotiables on my way here. And she's like, no, sweetheart, I don't think you're using that right. And she's like, right, okay. Did I tell you that Christine left the family and that's why we have the non-negotiables? And she's like, still not right, sweetheart. Still, still not right. <laughs> Christine's trash talking Cody. <laughs> yeah, Christine's trash talking the non-negotiables. The little we've got chicken tenders and non-negotiables. She's like, what are you trying to say? <laughs> I'm just speaking, Cody. <laughs> okay. I'm circle. just like Suki. Let's dumb it down for her. Yeah. We can't use non-negotiables. No, not smarter than a fifth grader. She yeah. has no idea what you're saying. Imagine also, Robin trying to help Ariola with her homework. No. No. Well, Ariola doesn't do homework. She <laughs> She bullies the teacher. Yeah. She. She's like, I don't turn it shit in. <laughs> I just want to call her. She doesn't do okay. shit. Yeah, yeah. No. That's absolutely not. Okay. But I do think that Robin signed up. Well, the teacher asked Robin to be homeroom mom, mm-hmm. but and then took it away real quick. No, no, no. She did that because she wanted her to get some of that education. Oh, she was like, I talked to this woman, and there's nothing. She's like, you'd actually, I don't need much done today. I'd love you to sit during class and listen to how we're gonna what do the nouns really today. What I really need today <laughs> is I'm gonna ask one special person to read for the class, and let's see if you can do it. And Robin's like. Huh, the little blue truck. Beep, boop, boop. <laughs> no, sweetheart, try again. Was it the non-negotiables? <laughs> uh, so then uh, we get another flashback of the fight again. Mm-hmm. We're, let's roll the tape one more time, guys. We've got one thing that happened this season. And they're like, do you want us to throw in anything from Mary's carriage house makeover? No. They're like, Fuck no. We absolutely don't. Just roll the Janelle-Cody fight again. And, and do you have the other one, too, from last season? Robin's porch. With yes. the fuck we, off. Add we, that one. Add the fuck off. <laughs> I'm like, okay, God. Got it. We've got two things that have happened that are somewhat enticing. Uh, so Robin says that she told Cody, you need to go and talk to Janelle because... She, I think she got diagnosed with non-negotiables and you got to fix this. You have six kids together, six kids, Cody. I'm sorry, Robin. You had three kids with your ex and you still left him. Why is Robin allowed to get divorced? But no one else is. I'm not sure. It's so. It makes no sense. Fucking hypocrite. Yeah. She's a fucking hypocrite. And I'm not here for it. She's like, it's just one fight, guys. Like it's not just one fight. Oh my God, this is built up over time. This is Cody never treating them right. This is everything coming to a head. A head. Right. 
like the head you give Cody. And it's just like, stop. And, and I also love too, someone pointed this out and they were like, if they're not supposed to know about each other's relationships, why is it that Robin seems to know so oh, much yeah. about everyone's relationship? She thinks everything's great. It's like, well, you don't know. You weren't there. After, let me roll the tape again on yeah. the fight. And they're like, roll it again. We got nothing else. And Janelle's like, you know what? I left my shoebox that day. I went to go get some Mexican food. And I like that she said I was in a flat parking lot. I was like, what does that have to do with anything? And I had a little bit of tummy grumbles. So I, I decide I'm going to use the little lady's room. And I took what can only be described as 195-pound shit. <laughs> and that was me getting rid of Cody. It felt I like... I felt so good. I felt like I had <laughs> They been, needed a plunger after, but I oh, felt amazing. Yeah. Uh, we were having to chop that thing up. I was asking for the guys. I'm like, hey, can I use one of the knives from the kitchen? <laughs> this thing's going to not, it's going to need a couple flushes and it's um, going to have to break it up a little bit. She felt relief like she's never felt before. She's like, I felt so good knowing I never have to work on this relationship again. And there is nothing better than when you just, you know, your tummy doesn't feel right and you just take a foot long turd. Get rid of that toxic energy. Get <laughs> rid of the toxicity that is the mold growing in Cody and Robin's house. Uh, and then we have to roll the tape again, full scene once again of Cody and Janelle sitting down at Salsa Brava. We get the awkward moment in which Cody's like, eh, you going to hug me? Touch my penis or anything? And she's like, oh, whatever. And Cody's like, that was a high expectation for her to just touch me. All I knew all she wanted was she was saying, in her head, she was saying, take off that shirt and let me squeeze those packs. That's what she wanted. Janelle, I have never, I have watched this show for 18 seasons. And I have never in my life seen Janelle laugh as hard as she did when they started talking about Cody's pecs. I love that they touched on this because I could she's see like, her crown in the back. I could see the missing tooth. She I had the tongue out. She had the tongue out. <laughs> she was oh, cracking. She up. was in hog heaven. And I thought we need more of that because I think for the first Six seasons. I don't even know if Janelle smiled. No, I don't think so. She was she definitely just a bump on a log. And to see her away from She just Cody. lit up laughing at Cody. Oh, I love that for her. I do. I, I, She's like, he loves his pecs so much now. Cut to Cody's beer belly. <laughs> It's, it's, it's wild to me that this man is just thinking, I wish I had this level of confidence. I know. And he's still stuck on it. And then he like doubles down on it. And yeah. he's like, wait a second. They missed something here. I, they were talking about my pecs and abs. What I meant to say was she just thinks I'm a piece of meat and she just uses me for my body. And I'm like a pool boy. I'm like, well, no, they didn't on. really miss that. Hang on. I'm confused. That's. That's basically the point. He's like, no, but I said it for a lot longer. And the more I say it, the more confused you'll get and I can <laughs> gaslight you. So why did they cut that out? That's what I want to know. I because was like, they didn't cut anything. This is exactly what you said. It made it makes no sense. No sense whatsoever. And then Suki's like, hey, I don't know your relationship, Janelle, with Cody, but were you guys just having great sex? cliffhanger and they know we want that they know that we've we been asking for that never forever. talk about fucking and finally we're gonna get it i feel like from the preview when janelle is like you know we had like a full marriage and full everything was great i felt like that was like a wink wink like don't worry we were still getting intimate oh yeah and i'm still just so shocked of all of the people 
I did not think those two were still doing it. Here's the thing. Does Janelle really know what sex is? I don't know. You know? Yeah. Like, does Cody just come on her? Yeah, it's just... not great sex, but to Janelle, it's She was great. like, oh. She's like, it's God. better than Mary's brother. <laughs> Rest in peace, his soul. <laughs> Alan Barber. Uh, we dedicate this episode to Alan. Alan Barber. Thank you for your service. Um, I mean, I'm looking forward to the next three, but I'm not going to get my hopes up too much. No. I, I will get blue balled once again. <laughs> And, but I am excited to hear about the sex comment, but I'm sure they'll brush it off. Like they always do. We won't get a real answer. Right. I want to read a podcast review for everyone mm -hmm. that I think is actually two podcast reviews. Okay. This first one comes from Lizinator 812. It's a five-star review says praise be. She said, a Christian-based podcast hosted by very religious hosts who explore the world of the sister wives from their unique perspective. I love that Liz. Let's throw them all off. I was like, oh my <laughs> A Liz that gets it. Unlike Liz Martin. A Liz that fucking gets it. That's my Lizinator. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, and then another podcast. Now this, or another review. This lady only put one star. So I think she may have messed up. She's and confused. Her it's Robin. Okay. She's confused. Yeah. Her username I think is like gonorrhea hippie. Not okay. entirely sure. Um, but I thought she actually wrote a beautiful encapsulation of what our show is. Okay. So it's just mean one star, but she meant to put okay. five. If you want to listen to two people be awful humans and mock people again, 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 this is for you. And I was like, Thank that, you for writing that for us. I, I wonder if I should reach out you to Gonorrhea Hippie and be like, I owe you because that was like That's a great show description. Perfect. It's exactly that. Awful human beings just talking shit about other people. And I thought, thank you. <laughs> Gonorrhea Hippie. You're right. I appreciate that. I definitely <laughs> appreciate that. And I, I hope you clear whatever your situation yeah, is up downstairs. Gonorrhea is getting better. I hope, <laughs> I hope that your drip is drying up. That's my hope for gonorrhea hippie. <laughs> Guys, there is so much that we have to say about the one-on-one -on -one that we can't say. <laughs> so many things that we want to say, but we can't say. Um, and in unrelated news, if you want to join our Patreon, patreon.com slash sisterwivestalk, uh, gonorrhea hippies... Uh, she's perfectly, already signed up. She's already signed up, and she... <laughs> totally gets what the vibe is there. We do it five days a week. We talk tons of shit about everyone, people in our own lives, um, about people that we don't even know. We yeah. just make up stories about people. We watch other <laughs> horrible, shitty shows, and we do it five days a week. So if you want to join, come on over. Um, what was I saying before that? Oh, that's right. We have some things that we want to say about the tell, but we can't mm. say them. Okay. It's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, guess you'll have to wait and see. If you guys want to leave us a five star review, like Gonorrhea Hippie, go on over. Five stars is all we're looking for. We, much like Cody, don't want to do the inner work. We are not going to Tony Robbins. We are not listening no. to Mel Robbins. We have not gotten on Mary's level yet. We are not Brene Brown. Okay? Also, if you have any info about Mary's new man, reach out. Thank Please, you. Please, if your dad is fucking Mary Brown, <laughs> can we interview you? Like, and we could. Keep you anonymous. Yes. But We're really good at keeping secrets. So yes. just let's, let us know. If you've ever been with the man who is fucking Mary Brown, can you yes. let us know? If you have what any kind of tie to is. the man who is fucking Mary Brown, reach if out. If you have a sister who's dentist, veterinarian. Oh, yeah. We're fine with friends, sisters, brothers, cousins. 
fifth And you degree. heard something in passing that you don't fully remember. We'll We're take fine it. with that. It's fact. It's fact at that point. So let us know. You can yeah. reach out to us somehow. I don't really know what to tell you, but just reach out and let us know. All right, trash bags and the rest of you and gonorrhea hippie and the shitty Liz, but also the good Liz. Yes. Thanks to all of you. Uh, in the famous words of the man who maybe wasn't in love, but he was being loving. Cody Brown. Two hours of running my mouth gets me in an eight by twelve dog house. I'm a man of wives with no wives. I'm the king of the road.